Thank you for helping us in our journey with you. Thank you for where you've brought us so far. Thank you for where you're taking us to. But I will thank you for uh, how far we've journeyed. We thank you for even the times of ignorance. We thank you for the times that you've even brought to shine light in our eyes. Thank you, Father. You are brought immortality to light. Father, I will say thank you. I will thank you for your love, your kindness, your mercy. We, we can't thank you enough. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for all that you are doing. We thank you, Father, we are full of thanksgiving. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for how you are keeping us because we know that it is not of the will of he that run it or he uh, but you who show mercy. It is not uh, of him that run it at all. It's not about our might, it's not about our strength, but it's by your mercy. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the blessing of your word. Thank you for bringing your word to us each and every day. Thank you for the access that you've given by your spirit even to begin to journey and to follow your will. Father, we say thank you. Father, we thank you for Larna Tusta, even for life, for life, for life, for life, for life. We thank you for life, life, life in abundance, which you are introducing into our soul. Thank you for removing alien lives, uh, which has uh, stayed in our heart and soul. Thank you for putting the true light in our heart. Thank you for showing us the way Thank you for, for curing our blindness. Thank you for healing our weaknesses, our diseases. Thank you for healing. We thank you because you are healing our forthcoming, our shortcomings. Thank you for healing our diseases. Thank you for satisfying our mouth with good things. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Father. We say thank you. Oh, thank you for forgiving all our iniquities. Thank you, Father, for healing all our diseases. Thank you for healing the diseases of our soul. Thank you, Father. We say thank you. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for the strength that you are bringing to us even in this day, in this season, and in this time. Father, we say thank you. We can't thank you enough. Thank you for strength. Thank you for strength. Thank you for strength. Thank you for strength. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for making us to align with your will. Thank you for giving us strength in our mind even to defeat even those thoughts, even those wicked thoughts that is set and bent on making us walk out of the way. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the love which you, you are showing to us day after day. Thank you for your goodness, for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. For we know that you are good and we know that you are new every morning and we know that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you for new mercies. 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 
Thank you for the mercies you've given. Thank you for the mercies you are giving. Thank you for the mercies you will give. Father, I will say thank you. Thank you, Father, because we know that you are renew, renewing our strength, even as you are renewing your, your mercy with us day after day. For your word said, you renew our, our strength like that of the eagle. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for strength being renewed. Thank you for strength being renewed. Thank you for strength being renewed in our mind. Thank you for strength being renewed in our soul. Thank you for grace. Thank you for strength to align. Thank you, thank you for strength to identify our weaknesses. Thank you, Father. We say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We can't thank you enough. We appreciate you. We appreciate your love. But I thank you for the access you've given to us, uh, even in this season and time. We thank you. We ask that by your mercy and grace, you will multiply peace and mercy and grace unto us, even for to find these entrances. Because we know that there are abundant entrances, even in the spirit, for us in this season and time. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you praise. We adore you. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your love. We worship you. Thank you. But we ask as Samar Nevenakarnes to Feria Tazina, Ninosh Taparka, that as we go into your word this morning, we ask that you will guide our path. We ask that you will open your word to us. Father, we do not know the way, we do not know the mind, but you know the mind of the Spirit. So we ask for guidance. Make intercession for us today. Let intercession arise. Let it ascend even to your throne for to find mercy. Let us find mercy in that sight this morning, even to journey into strength, to receive strength, to receive your word. Father, it is not by knowing what to say. It is by giving us your heart, showing your heart to us. Father, we ask for entrance into your, into your heart this morning. Father, open your heart to us. Let us find the way. Let us find the way. Let us find your words. Let us find your words this morning, even for, for life. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you. We can't thank you enough for all that you do. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Okay, I'm charge it. Give you all the praise. We give you the praise. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we worship you. Just bear with me a moment. Just one momento. Momento uno. Ah, uh, thank you, Jesus. I have to increase my voice. Mm. 
Oh, let me let me use this this way. Can I, can I use your Skype? Can I record? Man, that one has uh, has given up. Amen. 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 I like this, this big fool self. God day. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I welcome everyone here this morning. How many of us are happy to be here? Amen. 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 Uh, we're all joining in the word. We're joining as we're joining and God is adding to us spiritually. And God is adding to uh, our knowledge, our wisdom is adding to the strength we have. It's adding to to us daily, day after day, as we continue to align the spirit, uh, to give ourselves to the spirit. Uh, I know God is helping us. I know He's helping us. There's there's just so much strength in this season and time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'd like to, to continue from where we, we stopped on, on Tuesday. And I'm hoping that uh, God would grant us mm-hmm. grace to, to find words and even to journey in the Spirit today. Uh, how many of us have any questions so far from, from the teachings we've been, we've been going through? Uh, any question? No question? About our entrances of our God. Amen. Many things. Many though. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I hope uh, we've all been uh, following the the messages. And uh, uh, last week we had, uh, uh, this week Tuesday, we had a break in transmission. So some of the, uh, the, the, the message won't be, yeah. it's only part, part, only part of the message that is online. Yeah. But uh, we have a local copy where we'll share it by God's grace once we, we are able to. But if anybody needs that, they can ask me so I can send it to them on the, for the main time and before we actually upload it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So are we ready to open our Bible? Yes, sir. Shall we open our Bible? If we don't open our Bible, uh, we are going nowhere. Yes, sir. Because it's inside the Bible that we have uh, <coughs> guidance and we have uh, something. Without the Bible, there is nothing. Mm. Yes, if you don't have Bible, all of us will just go and just sit down in our houses and we just been drinking juice. And those that like Zobo will be drinking Zobo. Amen. Some coffee. So some people like coffee, some people like Zobo, some people like uh, juice. So you, you take your pick. Amen. How many of us are, have been getting something from what we've been discussing so far? And how many of us have been putting it to use? Putting it to use. I will be putting it to you. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. More practice means more entrance. Mm-hmm. Entrance, open up entrance. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes for Lana, when you're opening a door in the spirit and you're entering, uh, you don't know what that door will bring to you. Uh, because doors are like light in the spirit. Literally, whenever you open a door, what comes out of the door uh, is light. Uh, when light. When light comes to you, and then you enter the door, by the time you enter the door, then you begin to fellowship with the light that the door has, or that the door is shining, right? There are many entrances in in our journey, many, but one will call the rest, right? Uh, is one experience from one experience to another, right? Many times when you hear, you know, door is access, and when you say door, <coughs> what people use doors for in the spirit is to access, right? It's for access. Now, without the door, you can't access the, let's say, the, the door of a house, right? For you to enter the house, you need to enter through the door, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't enter through the door, the only entrance you can use is maybe through the window, if the window is open to you. But if you enter through the window, you anybody that sees, even in the natural, if you enter anywhere through the window, if someone sees you, they'll be looking. Is that not a thief? Yeah. Ah, that's a thief. Oh. Okay. Ah, let's go political. Unless maybe the, unless the person knows that, okay, you are the owner of the house. Okay, maybe something happened and you just had to enter through the, the window. Maybe you forgot your key or something like that, right? Yeah. But if nobody knows you as the owner and they are seeing you passing through the window, they know, ah, that's a thief. That's a thief going in. And so, but, you know, the normal entrance everybody uses is the door. So the door gives access to things in the spirit. So doors are access. Uh, whenever a door is open, that means you've been given access in the spirit to access things. And when you begin to access those things, then each of those things you're accessing has the ability to open doors for you in the spirit. And most of the time, that's actually how you journey in the spirit. Then you, you enter from that entrance and you, things begin to flow to you. And as they are flowing to you, then you begin, now begin to journey and follow the path that you're going through. In the spirit. Amen. Amen. So there are, there are many ways God is helping us this season. And, and I know there is an open door for us to begin to access things. One of the things this door will do is to give help. Mm. And this door, you know, sometimes when you t- talk about door, you'll be thinking maybe high, high, high things. You'll be so surprised that this door eh, contains everything from the beginning to the end. Each person will have to find, depending on where you are, you need to now find uh, the door to enter. Mm-hmm. Eh? No, sorry. So imagine, imagine someone that, or let's just say, imagine a baby eh, trying to eat meat. And the baby doesn't even have uh, teeth, just gum, right? If you bring meat door to that kind of baby, the baby will wound, will injure, right? So the, the baby will have to look for their own milk, drink it, and then when they grow teeth, when they see door for uh, meat, they can eat it, right? And fanafon ferma, uh, one of the things you notice is, sometimes when the door is open, eh, like I said, it's a series. It might be open at a time, 
even though you might, you know, it, it might be a baby, but it doesn't mean that that baby, if he entered from the from the early stage, can't access those doors that are open, those other doors opened later okay. in the future. Doesn't mean those doors are open. Fifal, what the scripture said is, I behold, I have placed before thee an open door. Eh? He that openeth, no man shut it. He that shut it, no man open it. It means that only if the door is open to you, God has opened it. He won't shut it. Now it's now up to you to begin to journey and begin to flow. Enter things in the spirit. How do you even begin to enter doors? It's by knowledge. Uh, you begin to learn things in the spirit. As you are learning things, as you are growing, and you are entering, um, the entrance itself is a process, right? Because when you enter the door, and what am I talking about entrance? The entrance itself is a process because uh, it's a process designed around the person eh, that is finding entrance. Why? Because when you say you want to enter, to enter fully, it means something must happen. Right? There is, when you see the door, there is a beckoning. What well, the first thing you notice is there is a beckoning. Most of the things we all enjoy are beckonings in the spirit to enter. Mm-hmm. The door is open and then they begin to beckon to you. Come and enter. Come and enter. Come and enter. That beckoning in the spirit will come as different spiritual operations around you. And like God opening things up to you, your eyes begin to open. When your eyes begin, then you begin to understand. Oh, when understanding is done, and then you now begin to walk. When you are now walking, and there, you now cut a covenant in your heart to sell, your, to give yourself to what to the light that that door is bringing to you. Then you now notice that you've entered. And then when you entered, at that point when you've entered, you 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 have you have actually aligned with the door. The things that it brings, the knowledge it's bringing to you, and the life that that thing is bringing to you. And one of the uh, one of the shortcomings that we we have is that we mostly don't uh, get. How do I put it? We mostly don't uh, get the life. And that's where most shortcomings are. Although everything that flows is mostly around the life, uh, even the knowledge you are learning, everything is, all, all they are coming to do is to teach you about a life. And then that life becomes a culture you keep. Does that make sense? Right? You know, everything you are building is, you are building a life. You know, the way, we, the way everybody, even in the natural, the way we arrange how things are built. Okay, we want to build a life. How do you build a life? Then you be, begin to build things you do uh, that now becomes part and parcel of you. Now, when those things pa- become part and parcel of you, they, they are now identified as your life, the things you do, and it becomes your norm. Right? And when it becomes your norm, it has actually translated into your blood. So that means it's your blood. That means you are actually living from it. And when it has merged with you, you have a built culture around it. So most of the things we are learning now, even when it comes to praying and studying the word, you're actually building a life. And you're building a culture that you would culture yourself with that will begin to flourish in the spirit that would uh, build that 
many things will be built on. Let me put that. Let me use that word. Many things will be built on, and would help you in your journey, right? Because you might be wondering, okay, why do I have to learn uh, so many things? Why do I have to learn uh, how to study, how to pray? You know, all those things. They seem so simple, like, right? You know, as a Christian, you'll be wondering, ah, uh, is it not just to pray or to study the Bible? You'll be surprised. Many people don't even know how to study the Bible. Many people don't know how to study the Bible. You'll be, be shocked. Even most of us that are studying the Bible, we're not even studying it well, the way we should. Right? And one of the things is, when you're studying the Bible, you need tools. You need tools. And those tools only come to you by the things you've accessed in the Spirit. Yeah. Imagine, I think I was, uh, what was I imagine you are studying Bible and you have zero spirit. Zero. That's a zero. Yeah, you are studying letter. Not the spirit. The Bible is a, sp- is a spirit. The, the Bible is spirit. Right? So to access what is inside there, you need spirit. And if you don't, if you are not accustomed with spirit as you should, you won't really fetch what you should fetch from there as you should. Because me, myself, each time, each time you open Bible, eh, Bible is like a, how do I put it? Bible is like, is, is like, it's like fountains of water. When you thought you've done it, just open it again, begin to meditate on it, and I notice that, wait, oh, wait, oh, there's some comma somewhere. It's like I didn't get this one well. You know, and I'll be, ah, do I really know soul now? Okay, ah, what are they saying about this one? You'll be wondering, do I know Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, this is Holy Spirit. This is Holy Spirit. That, Holy Spirit. Ah, what? This is all, wow. Okay, so I didn't know this part. Then I notice that you might have known a scripture for five, ten years. Maybe one day you're just fellowshipping. Or you're just studying. And then begin to meditate. Like, ah, wait. For ten years you'll be studying this thing. But you didn't even wonder, oh, so there's a new thing. You just... Identify, okay, okay, ah, oh, wow. Then you know, that will now help you too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yes, Amen. Mm-hmm. So, what am I saying? Hmm? What am I saying? We're talking about uh, entrance and uh, the doors, attitudes around it. So the door, the door brings culture around you, brings life mm-hmm. around you, which we must learn. Yeah. So don't let the learning pass you by. And that's, that's, that's the thing. Because it's very easy to... Learn and hear. Right? It's very easy to do that. It's very easy to come, oh, okay, okay, I'm hearing something new today. Mm, awesome, awesome. It's new, it's new. I've never heard it before. But it's another thing entirely to actually learn that thing. Right? And to learn that thing, there, there, there has to be effort and attitude designed around it. You'll be wondering, even this attitude of prayer that they are teaching us recently. And uh, I just perceive, I don't know why, you know, just been going through it. Eh? There is what I want to, where I want to enter, like I said, what I want to enter is actually to talk about entrance. Although not really entrance the way I'm talking about it now, but just teach some things around it when it comes to our work. Or you might be wondering, maybe you are thinking I'm going to say entrance. Entrance is going to, to the rooftop. Uh, you, you, maybe that's what you're looking for. But don't be surprised. What they're just hearing, entrance is studying your word, praying. Entrance is having access to the seven spirit of God. No different things. But there are cultures and attitudes built around disciplines that will help you flourish better. You know, 
if we begin to talk about entrance now and even teach those things and you don't have some cultures built around you, you won't manage the thing well. You won't be able to, you won't have, you will have, you, know, you won't have different grace. You have some grace, but to really manage it well will be a different, it will be difficult, right? And what happens is you now be fetching little by little, tiny, tiny. The way you should grow won't add well. Let me use the word, won't add well, right? So you'll be wondering, why do I need to build an attitude of prayer and word, right? Like I said, it's very simple. I've said it and I'll say it again. Those two things is your lifeline. And like I said it, they are literally, literally your lifeline. Without that, forget everything else. Just forget it. Forget that you are going to receive wisdom that will help you. Just forget why. Because every Christian work is built on that. If you don't have that, honestly, you are not different from an unbeliever. Just because you give your life to Christ, okay, fine, you are saved. We thank you. Uh, the only the only difference is that you are not going to hell. That's the only difference, right? So the only difference is that you are not going to where hell. But there is more than not just going to hell. Mm? So the difference is that okay, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be cast away. Okay. I won't go to hell. I'm fine. So that is when I say there's no difference, right? in the sense that, okay, maybe there's a difference. The difference is unbelievers will go into uh, perdition, damnation, but believers, you will just be, you just won't go there. Right? But there's more than not just going there. You have to actually grow. You have to actually build stature, acquire stature, acquire spirit. Right, by the things you learn and the things you do, and those things have to affect your person because if they don't affect your person, uh, the change has not really, really entered you. So, they must affect your person so that you yourself you'll be able to say, ah, I've changed. Ah, I've changed too. I used to, but I can't. <laughs> things I used to do, I do them no more. That things I used to do, there are different levels of it. Right, the if I want to cl- classify the first initial level of things I used to do is you know when a, when a young a new believer get, gets born again, there will be that conscience that will come alive, right? You, the conscience will actually come alive, and there are some things their conscience would allow them do. Okay, I used to lie. Ah, some believers say will still continue lying. Some won't, right? Some believers, some that were not even unbelievers don't even lie. Right? There are little, 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 little things that we might initially go. Uh, like some that struggle with swearing. They may be, ah, when you want, to, maybe you sworn. And, and then God said, ah, only goes your conscience quickly, quickened you. Ah, you should not swear. And then, oh, okay, okay, Holy Spirit is helping me. Ah, God is helping me. All those, you know, activities that begin to happen around a believer. Right? But then, what God does is God journeys all the way to the core. So he starts little by little, line upon line, precept upon precept, 
here a little, there a little, right? Because he wants to make sure that what he's building is thoroughly furnished. So then the way he deals with us, that means he brings us into his things gradually. Because he would never bring you into his thing. Just the moment you get back, why? Because you can't be exposed to things you can't handle in the spirit. What you are doing, you are handling things in the spirit. I've never mentioned this statement before. That don't just don't just think because you know you are a person, you are an edge, you are working, you are just like that. No. Here's the thing: you are actually carrying something. You are carrying spirit. You are growing. You are your person. You are carrying your the the how do I what's the word I would use? The grace. There's a grace given inside, and you are carrying. Something inside you. And then you say, carry something, you're also carrying God. Let me help you that way. Yes, mm. right. You are carrying something. Something wants to be built inside you. And those things, they don't align with the natural. They don't align with your brain in the natural. Those ones, no, forget all those ones. And we know that in the natural, we use things. Okay, Father Lord, thank you. Bring this, bring that. Okay, you don't do this, do that. You know, there are things like that. But forget it. And there are things in the spirit that you will have to learn. Mm-hmm. And as you are learning, you notice it will change your person, it will change your nature, as I said earlier. Right? Now, all those things will not translate. You'll be so surprised, so simple. Do you know everything? What you are all trying to learn is meekness in the spirit. Yes. If I want to just summarize everything, it's meekness. Mm-hmm. But we've been trying and joining and trying to learn meekness since we are still learning meekness. Mm-hmm. We've not finished. That means meekness is not as simple as we just no, say. It takes meekness to be God. Let me just use that word. It takes meekness to be God. So if it takes meekness to be God, ah, then you will not know that, man, to learn meekness is actually a big journey. It's a long journey to learn meekness. Eh? And to learn meekness, you have to learn forgiveness. You have to learn love. You have to learn patience. You have to learn uh, what's love? What love? And love from the mountain of itself. Love does not care about its own. Eh? Think no evil. Bears all things. Hope all things. Those are the things you are learning. Yeah. But it might come to you as the seven golden candlestick in the holy place. If you wonder, ah, what's that? All those things we have to translate into those little, little, little tiny things. Meekness, humility, you know, uh, forbearance, you know, all those things. How to bear your brother's body, all that. They all have to translate into that. And in as much as you are bringing all that into view, right, you'll be now surprised how praying and reading your Bible now fit in. Right? Because you won't be able to learn all those things without having access in the spirit. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to say this one. I'm trying to I'm trying to paint a picture in the spirit, but God will help me. Amen. It's there are things in the spirit that you must learn. Right? And as you are growing, you are learning them. So let me just I guess I'll just start with or I'll continue where I stopped from. And when we're talking about praying. I'm studying the word. Uh, looks like I'll still talk about that, studying the word and praying part of things. But maybe I'll talk more from farther eh, about the word as well. Um, I just perceive it's that culture 
they want us to build again. I know most of us, maybe we have it, and some of us, maybe we don't. Maybe some of us, we need to just arrange things and just put things in place so that we can fit things properly uh, so that our journey will be less painful. And so they are dealing with foundational stuff because everything else, in short, everything I'm going to be saying from now, even till the very end, is actually dependent on these two things. Your attitude around word and prayer. Every, that's why I said your lifeline. Those are the two things. Those are your lifelines. So if you're not a person that has built a life around those two activities, you're going to have a serious delay in your journey. Serious delay. Right? We don't know how, how important giving diligence to those things are. Studying word. When it comes to studying word, there's not even a way to study. Which we must learn and know. Now, when you're talking about studying the word, don't just, don't just deal with the word as if you are dealing with your biology book. Is it, it's not your biology textbook or one inspirational book uh, that somebody wrote. No, it's not. This is spirit. This is spirit. So that means the attitude and heart around it must be different. Because you can't study, you can't study. The way you're studying biology, right? What you're really studying there is, okay, let me get this knowledge and understanding around these things that you're talking about. So that you can use it for expertise, right? Okay. All right. The, the chromosome. What's inside the chromosome? Okay, you, you learn the little, 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 tiny details. Okay, 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 okay. I know that. Now, there's a way that thing is, if you look at it naturally, even if you look in the natural sphere, everybody is even different the way they interact with that kind of learning. You know some are genius. I say genius. They've sold themselves to the learning of that thing. They are experts. Now, to become an expert and genius, it's not just, it's, it goes, even goes beyond what they are reading. You notice. The people that just read, understand it, and leave it at that to work, they are deep. When you talk about genius, experts, Right, they go beyond what they know. They use what they know, but they now add their soul, a drop of their soul. They add it, which means there's a way your heart can commit to things, right? Yeah. So they are not just they they, they 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 don't just deal with biology and all those things like they are they they, they know the knowledge. Even doctors, they will know the knowledge, but they go beyond the theory, the book theory. Now notice that it gets to a point. Everything they know begins to now instruct them. Mm-hmm. So they know, okay, okay, if the if the brain requires this, this and that, and, and they have a problem, they are trying to solve a problem. They know, okay, they know how brain works. They know how the heart works. Maybe the problem is in between the brain and the heart. They are not looking for ways to compensate certain things to make certain things work. It will go beyond. You will need more than theory to do that, right? You can't just use okay. You put a what you judge is you use the knowledge of theory, you now combine it with wisdom. Okay. It's, it's just like someone, and that's, funny enough, that's how people even ought to be living. That's how people live. Right? You notice if you're not like that, naturally, you notice that, ah, maybe you're not as good as you should be in some things, right? Because you just learn theory, but you don't, you don't learn the wisdom 
around combining things. Because to combine things takes wisdom, right? It's a skill in the spirit. So you know, you know how to, okay, you know this piece of information, you know that piece, you know that piece, you know that piece of information. You now need to learn how to bring it together to fix a problem, right? Because not every situation is the same. So the skill you are learning there is applying wisdom to knowledge. So wisdom is a different thing. Is, you know, when you talk about, you know, natural wisdom is not that we, we call wisdom, it's not really wisdom. And when you talk about wisdom, you must tap into something. Wisdom, when you talk about wisdom, wisdom is a soul thing. There's the natural wisdom, there's spiritual wisdom. Spiritual wisdom is beyond people's access. Because that one, spiritual wisdom doesn't deal with us the way natural wisdom deals with us. Right? Spiritual wisdom is actually what opens the door for you in the spirit. Without spiritual wisdom, you won't have access into things in the spirit. And what, how do I know? Wisdom is the principal thing. Can you have that scripture? Proverbs. Uh... Am I getting it? Proverbs 4 verse 7. Mm-hmm. Let me read it. Wisdom is the principal thing. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. Therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting. With get all thy getting, get understanding. So it means that wisdom is the principal thing. Means is the main domain. Mm-hmm. Therefore, get wisdom. So, which means you must get wisdom. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get wisdom, you won't access things as you should in the scripture. You know, there's a way when you begin to deal with scripture, eh? sometimes when we're reading, we're not really actually accessing wisdom inside scripture, but we're just accessing. Uh, things. I'm looking for a word to use, but we're just accessing things in in the surface. Let me use the word in the surface, right? It's just, but we're not really, really getting access into the word, right? But and we use that, and sometimes it even helps us ensure that's even actually how we start. Hmm? That's how we start. You know, all those you are studying Bible and it's so blank. Maybe wondering what's this. It's so boring. Me, I can tell you, Bible was so boring to me initially. So boring. I just thought I need to read it because my mother said, Bukumi, don't forget to read your Bible. Make sure. You know, and also because I was, I've been going to, you know, since I was a child, I've been going to church. You know, I grew up in the church pretty much. When I say I grew up in the church, I'm not Pastor Pekin. It's just that. My mom goes to church where whatever she's going, she just carry me. Oh yeah, let's go. She goes for all the evening meetings, you know all those, you know all those, all those meetings that she's going and as she's going, I say, Bukumi, let's go." In my heart, I'm already. Mommy, why must I follow you? Why must I? Is it must must I go? Then my consolation will be, ha. Larry will be there. Okay, okay, no problem. Let's go. Cause me, I know that when I see Larry. My business is at church. I don't to do with what they are doing there. Me and Larry will just be playing. Right? So that will be my consolation. And then when the service is over, Larry, bye! 
When the service is about to finish, we will know that we have to go and, and stay around so that they don't, they don't, they don't say that, ah, where have you been since? You know. Or sometimes we just we sit. After that, we stand up, go and play small. We come back, we sit. After that, we go back and play small. Right? All those things had nothing to do with my relationship with God or anything. But, but it did something to me still, right? At least it gave me the consciousness that I should study my Bible somehow. And I was religious somewhere. It's okay. So, I, I, so when I got eh, to a point where I can be reading my Bible, eh, I'm alone. You can leave it there. It's okay. When I'm alone with my Bible, eh, and then I'm now... All those times I was growing up, I had no, no interaction with the world like I should. Although things have been, you know, I've been around the Bible, I've been hearing. So when I got alone, me, myself, and my Bible, and I, and I began to read the Bible, it was so boring. I can tell you that. So if you feel maybe you've been studying Bible and it's so boring, don't worry, you're not alone. We've been there too. And studying Bible, and I can tell you, the reason why it's boring is because life has not been quickened yet. But if it has not been cooking there, don't feel bad. Don't feel sad. It's not the end of the world. It's not a cause. Right? It's part of the faithfulness they have to see. So I began to study the word and study it and study it and study. And as I was studying, nothing so blank, so boring. Maybe I'm studying instead I even sleep off. But I was not even studying. Let me not say I was, I was not studying. I was reading. I was reading my Bible. But I was not even studying my Bible. So I was reading, I read nothing so blank. Access, no day. There was no access. I read it. As I'm reading it, I'll get something out of it. And that's what I'm trying to explain. I'm reading it, I'll get something out of it. Ah, you see, we have to be good, but when I, when I want to relate it with myself, right, I can't really find where to place it inwardly. I couldn't find where to place it, but I can discuss it. Yes. Oh, yes, but, but God is good all the time. I can tell you God is good. I can tell you about how God is faithful. Because I've even heard who God is faithful. Ah, it's, you know there's a way that you learn something. Yes. God is faithful. You too, you just, ah, God is faithful. Even though you've not even experienced God's faithfulness personally, you, you preach, ah, God is faithful. God is nice. And maybe your experiences as your journey, maybe one little, little things are happening. Ah, God is faithful. Ah, God is really faithful. And that is there. I'm reading Bible, but I was not really, really getting spirit out of it. Because I had no access. I had no access. Access is a beautiful thing. Access is a different thing entirely. When you move into it yourself, you know. Right? Because... When you gain access, you now begin to fellowship with wisdom. Mm. Right? You now begin to fellowship with wisdom. Wisdom now begins to come to you. If you are around scripture and you've not found wisdom, you've not really, really found Bible. You've not. Eh? What you are doing is you are finding something that will prepare you to find Bible. Scriptures. And if you are not a scripture lover... I don't know how you are going to survive this world. Mm. You know why? The only safe thing, safe thing in this world that is keeping many people sane is this world. The only safe thing. That is why our life depends on the world. Life of prayer, 
and word. So which means when you've given yourself to prayer, there's a way prayer begins to quicken things around you. And when you quicken things around you, you always quicken things around the word. Amen. Amen. So before I start talking, let me quickly let me quickly read so that we just read two two passages so that I don't assume we not read Bible passage today. So Romans eight twenty six. I read that. Then someone open please. Uh, uh, First Corinthians chapter three. Wait, is it first? Second Corinthians three. God help, 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 help. I hope. I hope I'm trying. I'm trying, I hope. I'm trying. So Romans 8 says, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Uh, how many of us, you know, have, we've been fellowshipping with this passage, right? We've been reading and reading and reading and reading it. And who can tell me what has been established here? You know, it's very simple. You don't have to, just quickly, because I want to continue reading the Bible. Hmm? Hmm. Somebody help me. Somebody. Possibility of praying according to the will of God. Like uh, you are, I was in like nine point nine 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 percent. Actually, hundred percent. Why? Why is that? Mm. Just in case, like you know, we are distracted. Like we are actually praying in the spirit. We pray in according to the will of God. Mm. So that's what that's because we don't know the will, and that's where the spirit. Um, help with our infirmities mm-hmm. so, because we ought to pray according to the will, right? But we don't know it, we can't get mm-hmm. it because of our infirmities. And I have to pray. In addition to that, there's also the the, uns- the, the things that are unsaid mm-hmm. around that understanding, meaning, you we know, so when you pray with the spirit, you pray according to the will. But also, there, there are, that thing reveals a limitation, mm-hmm. right? A limitation if you are not in line with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's a limitation that is there. You don't have access into the Spirit. You can only access certain things. If you, even, you can't even access the thing you should if you are not in, with the Spirit. That's why you journey astray, Right? But if you align in the spirit, you pray according to the spirit, mm. you really, really journey the way you should, right? And the spirit helped our infirmities. We have a helper spirit. Mm. In simple terms, everything we are doing is dependent on the spirit. Without spirit, we, we are, everything we are doing is just zero. Mm-hmm. So we need spirit both for prayer and we also need spirit for word, Right? Um, these two things will now give us access, or access is now built around those two things. 
your prayer life and your word level. Mm. Now, the reason why I say your word level is you might have gained access in the spirit with prayer in such a way that you've learned how to pray. You are a prayer, prayer warrior. In short, you yourself, you are prayer. You know, there are people that, was it, is that, I'll give an example, there are people that can be working prayer. When you see them, it, they, their, their expression, their countenance is prayer. In short, when, you, when they just say, hi, how are you doing? It's prayer you are hearing. You might have built yourself to that state, but your access is dependent on your word level. So, like we're saying, so you need to prayer, but you also need word. Because prayer can quicken more than your word level. When things are coming to you that are beyond your word level, that doesn't mean they won't come. They might come, but you just won't understand. And if you're not the person that is wise, you just take it and begin to play it. And the wisdom there is if things that are higher than your word level comes to you, you need patience to wait on it for light to shine on them. Mm. But the way we, we journey in the spirit, you know, something just comes, we just start working with it without even understanding the light. Mm. Right? And that is a great uh, error in the spirit. So you need to journey to the point where things can come to you. And things won't come to you if you are not prayerful. It must be prayer. Prayerful. Then know how to pray. How you pray? You pray in the spirit. So when you pray in the spirit, what you are praying, uh, you yourself, you may not know. Until understanding dawns, then you now begin to understand what you are praying for. Oh, okay, I'm praying this, I'm praying that. Okay, this is what I'm praying for. Even uh, you may be praying in the spirit. If God doesn't give you understanding or insight into what that prayer is, you may not know. Sometimes you to yourself you notice you are praying, but you don't. You just know you are praying. Maybe later, 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 later. After maybe a year, two years, three weeks, two, four weeks. Oh, so that's why I was praying that way. This ah, interesting. You know, lights begin to shine, right? Just because at that time, understanding has been given, and that happens most of the time. And sometimes when you are praying, God can give you access into what you are praying for. The reason why it's so hard to even see or give that gain access to understand that is because there is so, there's still a limitation in our frame, our mind, the way we are, which God has to help, our infirmities, which God has to help to overcome. That is why one of the things that God deals with is to remove logic, brain from your dealing with him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Things that doesn't mean when I say logic, but that doesn't mean things won't align in the spirit. Because it's, you won't be dealing with logic when you're dealing with the spirit. What you deal with is understanding. We are dealing logic. Logic no logic is not understanding. No. Logic is one plus one equals two. One, if you add one together, it makes sense it is two. That's it. Understanding is Understanding will give you insight into the element of each of the one. Mm. Inside the one, it will give you the uh, molecular understanding of each of the one. You won't just know why one plus one is two. You you will also have understanding of one plus one can become eleven. If you go with logic, all you see one plus one equals two. 
But with God, one plus one is God. It's not necessarily two. One plus one can be T. One plus one can be eleven. One plus one can also be one. <laughs> what you say? And is that what, that one said? That one, uh, if you that one is very easy to explain. Self. As you said, that it's just marriage. Uh, one plus one is two. But in marriage, one plus one is not two. One plus one is one. So that kind of math is just to tell you that the way God works is totally different from logic. Logic has nothing to do with God. It's understanding. Without understanding, right, you won't understand why one plus one can be one. But if you have understanding, you understand, okay, marriage, this, this, that, you have, you, you, not just the marriage thing, you actually understand, have insight into how one plus one is one. Right? Because you need to have spiritual understanding to know that one, that one and one is actually so. The two combined, they have to become one. And two shall become one. Right? So that's that. And you'll be wondering how two can turn to one. All that understanding can only be spiritual. Right? So it can only be spiritual. And that's why you need spiritual understanding. Right, I'm saying these things, although I was going to talk about it, because me, I, I know that's where I'm journeying to. At some point, we're going to be dealing with the seven spirit of God, yeah? and then we begin to understand why we need them. There are different access levels in the spirit. When you now, when when you as a child, you are growing, and you now want to actually come to begin to actually touch God's things, then that's when they now open the door of the seven spirits to you. Mm-hmm. Right? But that door of the seven spirits won't just open to you if you've not learned some initial things you should learn. Because that door don't just open. How do I know? Quickly open Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12. And let me read it. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12. That we should be to the praise of his glory, Mm -hmm. who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, Mm -hmm. the gospel of your salvation, salvation. in whom also after that ye believed, Mm -hmm. ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, Promise. which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the glory unto the praise of his glory mm. okay well, now read the verse see, see you have a token of our inheritance so when you initially when you hear the word of, of God you get born again right then what you receive at that time is a token the earnest of our inheritance so you receive a token that token is enough to grow a child. Mm. Right? That token is what a child uses to grow. And that token you are calling token is actually a big thing. Mm-hmm. That token is what we call Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's the one that begins to quicken the attitude of prayer, word, begin to teach you things, begin to arrange your conscience around the word. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you begin to work with that. And then you now begin to do some things. 
Now, can you read verse 15 and 16? Wherefore, mm-hmm. I also, mm-hmm. after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. and love unto all the saints, mm-hmm. cease not to give thanks for you, mm-hmm. making mention of you in my, my prayer. Hold on. You see what he said? After I have seen your love and faith yes, towards the word, yes, say that love for Phenam, and that love and faith towards him that he's referencing, I just want to make it very simple in simple terms. That love and faith that they're referring to has to do with all your learning and your attitude as you are growing as a child. Because there are things, those, that earnest of the promise will do to you if you are faithful, if you are learning faithfully. As a child of God, you get born again, you are faithful to studying your word, you are faithful to reading your Bible, and you are beginning to get quickened little by little. The things is beginning to arrange your conscience. Right, as you are giving yourself to that, it will teach you those little little love. Okay, how do I deal with my brother? All those little little things, and also I have to believe in God. It will teach you faith towards God. I believe in God. God can help me. God is faithful for me. God would help me that. God will help me this. God is a helper. God is good. All those things you begin to learn about God, right? And then your attitude as you are growing. Then it gets to a point when Paul says, after I've seen your love and faith towards the same, all those things are arranged inside there. Mm. I never cease to make mention of you in my prayer. Mm. That, and now prayed for them, right? That the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation yes. and the knowledge of him. Right? That's not where I'm going today. Mm-hmm. Mm? I don't want to fanafarda. I don't want to jump mm-hmm. ahead of the spirit. Yes, mm? I don't want to jump ahead. But that mm-hmm. is just to show us that mm. there was, there's more. But Paul, I've seen the brethren. He saw how they are. I've seen your love and faith. That means you've learned some things. That you've journeyed to a point. And now, the door of entrance can be opened unto you for you to begin to journey further. There is access into the spirit for something you don't know. But you won't know them until you actually have access to these things. Right? So, let me now begin to pray you in. Right? I'll begin to pray you so that you can enter. When you say enter, it means you too can begin to enjoy the things we too have been enjoying because we have access to these things, right? So Paul prayed for them and they have access to that. So you cannot see that there are stages. So when we get born again, the initial thing we are all doing, God is helping us, we have to be faithful with them because if, if we are not faithful with them too, it will be hard to actually come into doors for greater light, Right? So we need to be faithful. You need to learn how to pray. You need to learn how to study. You need to begin to learn the faith and love around that. Right? Now, one of the things you notice is that if you want to see a successful Christian, when I say successful, I'm not talking about natural success. I say successful means you are successful in the spirit. means you are actually journeying. You are making strides in the spirit. You notice that there's something that is key to them. There is a culture built inside that soul. That, that has merged with prayer and word that you can see. Mm-hmm. Just watch it, right? When you say see, it doesn't mean you see their prayer, but, but you just see it in their life. You just see some, there's a way some things have arranged things inside people, the way they think, the way they walk. Mindset needs to change. Oh my God, God, God is good. Eh? God is helping us. Sometimes I was gone, I will, I will soon end. Hmm? 
Mindset needs to change. Mindset needs to what? Change. change. Third fall. Eh? Most Christians, we are lazy Christians. When I say lazy, I'm not saying that we are just not studying and praying. I'm just saying that we are lazy in the sense that we don't want to journey into the spirit. We are just, okay, all right, we are okay. Don't just know, oh, Jesus is God, I'm a child of God, everything will be fine with me, nobody can attack. No, don't, 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 that's not it. There's more to that. And like I said, when you get born again, you need to actually grow. There's more to all the praying. You're not just praying because you want to fight witches and wizards. In short, it's just because where we come from, right? Most of our prayers are offered in that direction. But prayer is not even necessarily for that. You pray, of course. And when you are praying, the things happen in the spirit. And that doesn't mean witches and wizards don't exist. They do. Right? They do things too. They do all, all the what They are working with uh, lying signs and wonders. Right? They do all that stuff. But the reason why we are weak is because we don't have spiritual understanding to understand some things. Right? And when, when they brought the gospel to us, eh, our mind is still tied to the mentality where we're coming from. You know, we're into, we're into daft things, you know, spiritual things, you know, which is, which is we were, the occult world was too real to us, right? So we know how that works. So when they brought Bible, we now joined that one with Bible. So which means that instead of joining and understanding things as they should, right, we now begin to put our knowledge about all those things, put them inside Bible, and then we are now using it for life. And that now begins to shape our understanding around many things. That's why uh, somebody will see, maybe you are watching a movie. I'm not saying they, they, are, not, they are not real. You are not seeing something fetish. Ah, that's so fetish. I don't like that stuff. Ah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah, I don't like it. That thing is talking to something inside that is, that, that is, that is still, it's a, it's a fear. Mm? There's a fear inside that, it's a fear. And that thing, when that fear is touched, they say, ah, that thing is, you'll be, you be talking as if you're a child. Oh, I, uh, we know. But it's a fear, it's a fear, you're responding to fear somewhere, right? But we need to journey to a point where all those things are no longer fears. And it takes, it takes understanding to get there. It's not just, okay, I know it takes understanding to get there. Why? You need to understand why those things are no problem. And it's very simple. It's in the word. Mm-hmm. Eh? My son, give attention to my word. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from thy heart. Keep from thy sight. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Why? For they are life to those who find them, and they are health to all their flesh. Now, what's that saying? It means that if you can find the word, it will be life to you, and it will also keep you. How? It will be their life to those who find and health to their flesh. It means the word is a keeper. It can keep you. But because we are not finding the word, we are not being kept. And that's why fear can flow in in different areas. You know, there's all those things that they, they'll be telling us, all those teachings that are telling us, don't put your Bible on your chest and sleep and think that will save you. And when you are fighting war in your sleep, the word needs to be in you. Eh? Why? Well, I don't know. Uh, you, we, were all there, we were watching that, uh, was it two Fridays ago? We were watching that, uh, that skit by J. Mike. Eh? 
they, they were all arguing, you, you have phone app, to study Bible, you, you have word. Okay, when Satan had come to, te- to try them, eh, they are trying to look for where to find, okay, okay, he died, he died, okay, let me go and look for you. Uh-huh. The, 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 the demon was waiting for them. <laughs> eh? And the one that was looking for phone went to go and look for phone app. Ah, battery low. You know, that means they depend on that. You don't, you don't depend on just that. You must have fellowship with the word to the point where the word has to be dwelling in you. Now, those are the things Holy Ghost quicken. Yes, sir. It doesn't, you know, all those, you just read, you notice those ones you read that it doesn't, it's not in you. You've forgotten. When you need it, you won't find it. But after a while, as you are fellowship on fire, as you are fellowshipping with the word, you notice that those words begin to rest inside you. You may not understand them yet, but you now notice that after a while, when Holy Ghost begins to quicken word around you, it's those things he quickens. The word begins to come to you. Oh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Imagine if if it is not somewhere in my my mind, I can't quote it. Right? Then Holy Ghost can't quicken it. Because imagine Holy Ghost wants to quicken it that dwell in the secret place of the most high. You don't have it. You don't know where it is. You have no clue it existed. Please, how will Holy Ghost quicken it? It will take help, a vision. For you to break into vision, you now see it on the wall. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Psalm 91. Oh, let me go and find it. Let me go and find it. Let me go and find it. Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. That means that that will even tell you that God can quicken activities around you, around the world. You see it, eh? it's even help for you. Because yes. yeah. eh? you don't know the word. Yeah. They have to help you, they show you in a vision. I saw it on the wall. Mm. Psalm 91. God was just telling me that. But it's a different thing. When you are in a vision, you are seeing it on the wall, it's, it's talking inside you. Mm. Those are two different expressions. Right? So there are things Holy Ghost needs to quicken in you. There's a way Holy Ghost quicken them. There's a way they are. There's a way you must have arranged yourself so that He can quicken them. Sometimes when you are praying, Holy Ghost wants to quicken word to give you direction. He can't. But sometimes you too, you now feel it. Ah, there's something. There's something. But maybe later you now find it, right? How many of us have experienced that before? I know it. You know, all of us have gone through it. Eh? That happens most of the time because we've not formed a relationship with the word. Hmm? Let me begin to round up. But before I round up, I'm going to read two passages. No, one more, one more passage. And that should be it. Right? But that's so we talked about Romans 8. Right? Talked about Romans 8. The spirit of our infirmities. We go we shall not be altered. So it's helping us to pray. So when we are praying, we are praying. According to the way, they don't have access into it, right? Now, where I really want to join with, because I don't, I don't feel I'm done with this prayer thing. I'm just talking about the word today, mm-hmm. but I think it's the two I'm still talking about in a way. The reason is I wanted us to see Philae, huh? where cause I think I mentioned why it's important to pray in the spirit, mm-hmm. right? Because when we are praying, we now say the spirit opens our infirmities, right? We now pray in the spirit, praying in the spirit is praying in tongues, right? Praying in the spirit, and if you don't pray in the spirit, or if you don't pray in, in tongues, uh, we are praying with our understanding, right? But our understanding is limited, right? Because there's so much our mind can take us, because our mind can actually take us into the realm of the spirit. 
our natural mind. Let me use that. Our natural mind can't ascend into the spirit. So you need help in the mind. They need to add a little drop of extra into that mind to begin to see into the realm of the spirit. If that extra is not there, all you deal with will just be more natural, naturally inclined. Uh, You'll be more aware of things around you than things in the spirit. Right? So you need that extra drop. And that extra drop is spirit. Like I said, that spirit must be involved and you must have, you must have gained access. So, you know, so God did not just give you Holy Ghost so that you won't need have help. So there's a way, you know, everybody that is then speaking in tongues, you'll be wondering, they didn't, it's not just, they didn't just give it for a biscuit and bread. There's a, there's a reason why it's given. Because that thing will give you access into realms. You don't have access to that. You can't access naturally. How do I know? Right? So he that speaketh in tongues, speaketh mysteries. Right? Speaketh what? Mystery. <laughs> Which means everything that has to do with the realm of the spirit are all mysteries. Whatever you know is just what has been demystified to you. Whatever you know about the spirit now is just what has been unveiled. How? Imagine a total unbeliever that has zero anything, does not even believe in spiritual things. Can you think how they can phantom what it means to be spiritually inclined or to receive something spiritually? Do you, you know, I'm, I'm trying to even look forward. I can't even connect the two. I can't find a way to even... Why? Because they are totally, totally... Uh, how do I put it? There's something totally. Once someone is totally blind, like that, their brain can't even go near it. Someone is totally, eh? And clueless. Ah, totally oblivious to anything. It's still clueless too. Clueless, oblivious, eh? Totally oblivious to anything. As in. It's not as if they are, tra- they are faking it. It's just that totally outside that realm. They can't even function there. That's just how it is. Right? So it's not, a, it's not their fault. It's just that <laughs> when it comes to that realm, they have zero, zero inclination. Nothing. Yeah? It's like somebody that does not know how to drive. Yeah? And you are telling them, that was even easy because everybody knows people drive. Right, and people okay. Someone that don't know how to drive, and you're telling them when you are driving, you press on clutch, manual. When you, are, you you press the clutch and then you you give gas. What's that? Clutch gas. What was? You are totally clueless about what that is. Yes, sir. Right, although you know how to drive, right? That's that. So let me end it. I'll end it and so that we can go. Right. So they are totally oblivious. So you need extra. So you need spirit. Right. So when you have spirit, then spirit begins to give you access into things. So when you are now going into the realm of the spirit, when you're speaking in tongues, you are beginning to speak mysteries. Now, when you are dealing, what you are dealing with, when you are praying in tongues, you are praying in the spirit, you are actually dealing with mysteries. Like I said, everything about God are all mysteries. It's just that what you know about God is, the, is a part of the mystery that has been revealed to you. Every, every single thing about God 
are all mysteries. Each mystery, mysteries are in different levels. Different levels. Right? But everything about God are in mystery. So when you are praying in the tongue, you are praying in the spirit, you begin to access mysteries. Right? But, okay. that's another message. Mm. But maybe, maybe that's where I'll start on Tuesday. But we'll see. We'll see how God will lead us. But anyways, how many of us, can someone help me summarize what I've said today? Quickly. Before I continue and end it, there's a, there's a place I'm going. Mm. Somebody help me summarize now. Help me, help me. I'm saying you should help me. I'm not saying you should. I say help me. Mm. Shane, you want to help me? about how it is by prayer and the word that is our lifeline mm-hmm. prayer and the word is our lifeline so if you don't even have that if you don't have that culture what we the prayer and the word help us develop a culture mm-hmm. so if we don't even have that we can't really we, there is no there's no progress, there's no way you can move mm-hmm. from there when it comes to the spiritual things, when it comes to dealing with God. You can't even travel from there if you don't have that as a foundation. foundation. Um, and then <laughs> and then um, um, we read um, Romans eight, um, basically talking about how the will of God is not something that we can really access. It is the Spirit of God that you know can show us the, that can bring us to the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how our our mind, our natural mind, is very limited. So we mm-hmm. need to be conscious that we are limited in that aspect and um, mm-hmm. um, pray more in the Spirit. Yes. By praying mm-hmm. in the Spirit, then we can. We can, um, we can, we can pray the will of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what is that called? Wisdom. 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 Yes, yes, yes. And then we talked about wisdom. And um, I talked about how wisdom is really important. Wisdom helps you. Wisdom is different from from logic. Wisdom is mm-hmm. wisdom is. Um, helps you piece things together. Mm-hmm. Wisdom brings understanding as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... They're about, they're about, they're about, they're about. Mm-hmm. 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 Can't um, get understanding or, like, wisdom and understanding or access into the seven spirit can come at all without the culture of what you said of the word and prayer and those cultural quicken the you know as you explained the faith and love walk right those ones quicken it and when they see that faithfulness Mm. in the culture of the word that Mm. 
arrangement is that's when those things that the access to wisdom and seven spirit begins to come mm. and then you begin to get more understanding and then as like you mentioned it's just our mind right, is limited and we cannot we can never go far because our mind okay. we need to drop something in our mind our mind extra, we need an extra an extra drop mm. so if i want to summarize everything right it's more of if, if we look at it really it's more of the, the importance of building that culture, right? Now, if if we are not built, if we don't have that culture around us, it will be hard to access those things, right? That's that's just a summary. So there's a culture that is built when you give yourself to praying and studying the word, and there's there's a way you build a, that culture around you where you are eating, where you are going, mm. that it begins to permeate the things that happen around you spiritually. It begins to culture. Now, the culture you build around you will culture the things that happen around you spiritually. Right? So that's why it's important to build, to make sure we give in ourselves to building that culture. Right? And building that culture means you have to learn how to pray, you know, give yourself to pray, be practicing it, and also learn to study the word. Right? It's a culture you build around you. Yeah? When you're saying, train up a child in the way you should go, when what? It will not depart from it. You say, train up your t- a child in the way you should go. So there's a way we should go, but it must be trained. Right? And that training, you can't escape it. If you escape it, there'll be a problem. Right? So they must blend that training. I know most of us, the way we've grown, the way we've dealt with the word, there's some training we escaped, right? But it's not too late to build them. So which means whatever you train your body, that's how it will begin to grow, right? So train up a child in the way you and when it uh, uh, grow up, they will not depart from it. So there's a, there's a training you build around yourself, the training around the word and the training of prayer. Right, prayer, word. There's a building of that around you. So when you build it, you notice that you begin to access things easily in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think I mentioned it before. You notice one of the things that heightens spiritual gift is giving self to prayer. Mm-hmm. When you give yourself to prayer, some mm-hmm. gifts just activate themselves on their own. Mm-hmm. But because when you are fully in prayer like that, you are highly dense with spiritual essence around you. And when you are dense with that, that means there's power available. Things can break forth. So it's easy to, op- some gifts just come into operation when you are dense. Say dense. Mm-hmm. Heavily danced. Right? So things can, unless you don't like spiritual things. If you don't like God and like spiritual things, you may not like those, those kind of things happening around you. Right, but when you give yourself, you build a culture. Is the is the importance of building a culture of word and prayer, and then I began to ex- just explain things about word, about the word to you, and also just talking about uh, access into the word, what wisdom does, and how you begin to access things in the Bible by wisdom, right? Because when wisdom comes to you, is when Bible is really, really beginning to open up to you. And what wisdom does is wisdom helps you piece things together, bring things together, 
right? It's one of that teaches you how to put things together. I used an example of, you know, a doctor and all that that would have a knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, you need to learn how to put this, how to apply this, you know, wisdom, all that, that is applied in the heart, mm-hmm. right? And it's wisdom that helps us do that. We need that skill in the spirit, mm-hmm. right? I think we read Romans, no Romans, First Corinthians chapter 2. And we're talking about the wisdom that the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. That passage is, is actually talking about an experience around the world. Mm-hmm. When you compare spiritual things with spiritual, and you're not comparing an angel with an angel. Because mm-hmm. an angel is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual means comparing spiritual word with spiritual. Because word is spirit. Spiritual things means word. When they are quickened and they come alive, mm-hmm. you need to be able to... What makes you com- compare them and align them is wisdom. wisdom. It's the reason I teaches that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you, if, if, if you are not around, I was just explaining, if you are not around, you know, accessing and studying word like that, mm-hmm. you may not really, really get into the word as you should. Right? And then you need prayer. Make it dense. That will dense your environment with power to allow things flow. Mm-hmm. Right. You need flow. If things don't flow, you'll be struggling to get things. And that's why maybe you are studying, you see, why is this not happening? Patience. You need to get to the point where things flow. Just naturally. You don't, you don't look for it. It will just flow. Amen. Right? Amen. And I was, not, I was going to read... Maybe we should still read it anyways. I was going to read Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Right? Verse 12. Let me read verse 12. Yes. If I'm right. Verse 12. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use... Great plainness of speech. Mm, hold on, hold on. I think I've passed it. 12 is too far. Second mm. Corinthians 3. Oh. Second Corinthians chapter 3. From verse... From verse... I don't know why this thing is always happening to me. When I'm in a rush, it's there, but I'm not seeing it. Okay, verse 6. Who also had made us able ministers of the mm-hmm. New Testament, not mm-hmm. of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter killeth, but for the, the Spirit giveth mm-hmm. So he made us able ministers eh, of the New Testament, not of the letter. Of the spirit, for the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. So there's a letter of the word, yes. and there is the spirit of the word, right? Letter of the word is when you are just reading your Bible like you are reading biology book. That's letter, and that one kills. That one does not give life. But when spirit, but the spirit, you need to access the spirit of the word. Make you to access that then you can see that life can be quickened, right? And even for that to happen, that's why you need a, a, a dance. You must have been danced with prayer and power is around you through prayer to begin to access life. Now, to access life, there are activities that need to happen, right? Which, which is wisdom needs to come to quicken things around the world for you. Mm? Amen. Amen. So I hope with these few words of mine,
Eh? I've been able to just shed some light on building the culture of prayer and word, uh, as well as studying uh, the importance of studying the word and prayer. Mm? Amen. Amen. How many of us have learned something today? You want to learn something? Did I try? So Holy Ghost helped us. Okay. Most of the time when I'm talking, I'm like, I'm still talking about prayer and word again. We learned something. Something is given to us. There's something in our that is added. If something is added, then we are good. It's not a waste. Unless nothing, if nothing is added, then ah, we need to be crying for mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm? So something is added. Yes, there's a there's a wisdom mm-hmm. around that. So we need to be, start building cultures. Yes, I think I guess what I'm saying is all these things we've been learning. We've been learning about prayer. Make sure you are using them yes, mm? yes, to build a culture around you. Yes, I've been explaining and talking about prayer, what prayer does, and even some ways you can pray. Mm-hmm. Right. Why it's also important to pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit as much as you can. Pray it as if it's the air you are breathing. Don't be shy. You are walking on the street. Tongue. Speak tongue. Continue. Even if it's for two seconds. Just continue. They are are helping to build a culture around you. After a while, you notice, maybe it's not common to you before, but later after a while, it becomes the norm becomes normal. And those things, as little as they are, they actually bring spiritual blessings. Access in the spirit. Yeah? You must learn these cultures so that when you begin to move access, one of the things that we are learning and what is doing is FIFA. Yeah? You will notice most of us will begin to come into things. Yeah. Uh, you know, operations where, you see that where word will be so alive. Yeah. Hmm? You'll be wondering how these people getting revelation. Ah, well, that was, what's happening? What's happening? Why is that one not happening to me? Because I know that one is mostly a question. Everybody's, I don't know why. It's patient, don't worry. Those things, they come. Eh? It, just, it just takes gaining access into mm-hmm. things. Sometimes I just pray, yeah, Father Lord, ask for access. You'll be wondering, oh, what is that? That thing can quicken things around you that will quicken the operations of spirit. And then you begin to access things. Spiritual things begin to make sense. Eh? Spiritual things don't make sense to, uh, to non-spiritual people. Because it's not sensual something. But, does that make sense? <laughs> but spiritual things need to be real. Mm. It's when it is real, it's tangible, it's touchable, you can touch it. Eh? But give diligence to praying, to studying the word. Eh? Like I was saying, when Holy Ghost is coming, what will it quicken if there's no word inside it needs to quicken something, right? And when you are praying, accept, you know, by Holy Ghost and God Himself helping you. you know, maybe you broke into a vision and sit there. Don't go there today. Go here. You know that kind of thing. I know some of us like those, some of those kind of operations. Mm-hmm. But really, really, one of the primary way God leads His children is through the inward witness. That one doesn't come like that. And if God is going to lead you by inward witness. You must be. How do I put it? You must be well aligned with the word. If not, you still won't get it properly. Mm. And also, like I said, this that one too is learning because you use it to exercise, and then you, you perfect it over time. 
Amen. Amen. So we see that there's a lot of culture we need mm. to build. Mm. A lot of culture. Mm. And God is helping us now to build it. Amen. Because when you build it, your children too will benefit from it. Amen. Anything you build now is not a waste. You know why? Mm. Because your children will pick it. Mm. They'll yes, pick sir. it. Yes, They'll pick it from you. Me, me, I can tell. Some of the things I have is from my mother. Now I can tell. Me, I know. They don't have to tell me. Because I see it in her. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Interesting. So this thing I'm doing, yeah. Okay. Different things. And I'm just using that as a proof that nothing you learn now is a waste. Your children, you are building, you are, you are recreating a DNA. And your children can pick it. Mm? They can pick it. So it's not, you, are, you are not just helping yourself, you are also helping your generation. Mm. We should, we should, we should help our generation too. God, God is good. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Any question? No question. Okay. So this is where I put a pen to it today. Amen. Amen. So we won't just be accessing the letter of the word. We'll begin to access the spirit and God will help us. Amen. Amen. God will help us even to pray right. Amen. Even every, every tools that we need to learn Amen. the cultures Amen. of praying and studying what that God will begin to cook in it around us. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. I believe, Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your help. We thank you for what you are doing. We thank you for how you've been helping us around your word. We thank you for how you've been gradually building a culture of your word around us in prayer. We ask, Father, that as we continue to learn, you will give grace to our heart to apply these things with wisdom in the name of Jesus. Father, for everyone that is looking to, to ignite even their prayer experience and word, we pray that you, by your spirit, bless us with entrances, even to begin to to access these things in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Help us to build your culture and to build an attitude of prayer and even studying the word. 
Father, even as we study the word, we ask that by your mercy you will give grace to begin to access your word. Father, that won't just be accessing the letter that you open the realms of the spirit to us, that will begin to access the spirit of the word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word today. Thank you for what you've been doing and what you're going to do. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Father. We appreciate your love. Father, as we continue to, to go even this coming week, we ask that your grace will be made sufficient in our heart even for this coming week in the name of Jesus. Father, every blessing we ought to come to, but even by the reading of the things we've heard today, Father, you will quicken it in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. You will bring blessings and experiences of your life even around us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your answer to our prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name, we you dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.